Hey, hey guys. guys, welcome back to Off Topic with Caitlin and Linnea. We hope you guys are having a great day and we're so excited to be recording episode two of our podcast. We just want to give a huge shout out for all the love and support you guys showed us on our very first episode. We reached over a hundred streams on our very first episode. We wouldn't be able to do that without you guys and we hope you guys enjoyed this episode just as much. Yeah, thank you guys so much. We're really thankful for all of the streams and support that you've given us. Today's episode is going to be about a time for everything. So we'll be diving into scripture into Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8, and reading about the different seasons and times in life that we have and how God can use us and grow through those different times and seasons. All right, guys, let's Let's get get off topic. guys here we are episode two we're so excited to be recording today Woo-hoo! i'm really excited about this topic um just being able to talk about a time for everything because i know for me time has been going by way too quickly specifically with like college and work and everything that i've been doing um but yeah i think it's going to be just a good episode for us just being real and honest about where we've been and what seasons we are in life right now And we just really hope that this helps you out as well because we've been in situations before where we're like, oh my gosh, what do we do? Like, I've never been here before. Like, how do I handle this and not let that season or your time just go completely to waste? And before you know it, you're on to the next season and months have gone by and you haven't done anything. And um, time is just very, very important and you want to make sure you're using it correctly. Yeah, I think there was a question that um, that came up to me when I was, like, trying to come up with notes for this episode, but it was just, what are we doing with our time? Obviously, that's, like, a pretty simple question, but I think that is, like, a pretty important thing to think about is what are we doing with our time? How much time are we spending, you know, in church, and how much time are we spending doing homework in college, and how are we investing in our relationship with God, and how can we be cultivating that relationship more instead of just spending time on random things in life. Yeah, definitely. Um, Time is, like I said, it's so important, and you don't get it back, like, and you don't know how much time you have left. Like, we could die tomorrow, and you never know, which is, like, (laughs) crazy and sad to think about, but it's true, and you don't want to die the next day, and you've just wasted the day before, and then your life's over. Like, you want to make sure you're using that well and not only living for God but living a good life and one that really shows God through you and making sure you're creating a community and spending time with that community not just spending that time stressing and worrying about everything else in your life because wasting time worrying is not worth it at all it does not fix anything it doesn't even help at all I think worrying, (laughs) I worry a lot about my future, I think, because how much time I have right now that I'm spending on certain things, specifically with college, is like, what can I be doing right now in the season and time that I've been spending, you know, pursuing an education, kind of confused about what I'm doing, specifically about my future and if I'm going to even continue in college. And it's really easy to fear the future and not 
like sometimes not trust God and what he's doing with that. But I was talking to a lady um, at my church today after the church service, and I was just kind of updating her um, on my life. And she was just saying that, Linnea, you need to trust the Lord during this time. And it was funny that she told me that because I was like, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about in this podcast. And so she was just encouraging me with um, just so many kind things, just mentioning how God has a plan and purpose for my life right now. And even if I can't see it, he's still using these small um, moments of time to grow my relationship with him and maybe develop a purpose and kind of think about what I could be doing as a career outside of college, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think worry is a thief. It's going to steal time from you if you just sit there and are constantly worrying about something that you don't even know will happen or won't happen. And that's where I feel like we need to really think about, like, what are we doing with our time now? And how are we spending that? And making sure that it's equally and evenly divided amongst things that are our priorities and things that are not so much, like making sure we're getting sleep making sure we're doing our homework and working and spending time with God and everything and not just wasting it laying in our bed watching TikToks all day long, <laughs> calling myself out there. Mm-hmm. But no, I think we just really need, we need to talk, you have to talk about it too. Like yeah. If you don't recognize how you're really using your time, you're never going to change it if you're using it in a bad way, and that's the thing. Right. I think it's also, a th- um, like, a big thing to talk about, and it's important to talk about with your friends and be honest, be like, hey, I need you to keep me accountable in this and that I can, you know, oh, my friend Faith just texted me. She's like, girl, you have to do your homework. And I was like, I know, but I have so many things. She's like, just spend, like, two hours doing your homework. And I was like, okay, I will. But also I hate homework so much. Like, it's just horrible because I can spend so much time doing everything I want. Like, I can watch movies. I can go, like, hang out with friends. I can go shopping. I can go thrifting. That's what I did this weekend. Probably spent too much money on more thrifted clothes. But I was realizing, like, I am just wasting my time because I'm avoiding this. I'm procrastinating doing this homework. Yeah, no, definitely. I was doing my homework last Sunday, and I was, like, just sitting on my phone while I'm supposed to be doing my homework because I don't want (laughs) to do it. And I'm like... I could be completely focusing on my homework right now, getting it done and out of the way, and then go and do something I like. But instead, I'm sitting here wasting time while I'm doing my homework, and I'm like, I just need to get it done so then I can do the things that I want. I want to know why we do that. Like, why do we procrastinate so much, and why, when it comes to something that we love to do, why do we just, like, jump into that? But the second, I think it's because we're lazy, honestly, or it takes work and effort. Well, and it's like we're so focused on the future and the things that we get to do or want to do, so it's like... Our attention isn't on what the present and what we're doing right now. Our attention's on either the past or the future, which is not how it should be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think that, like, as as we're working through different seasons in our life and as we're committing to certain things, um, I think commitment is a really big thing that I've been learning lately is how much um, effort and time am I going to put into this one specific thing. So obviously... Like, as a college student, you have a lot of time that you're going to be spending reading and writing research papers and just doing homework, and that's a commitment, but sometimes, like, it's okay to take a break from that. I think we put too much pressure on ourselves sometimes as, like, young adults to try to finish everything and get it done right away so that we can just be successful 
in like what everybody else says we need to be doing instead of thinking about, okay, what is God calling me to do during this and how can I be honoring him and not only focusing on what other people are saying about me and what I should be doing with my life right now and like not making it a comparison game. Like what Caitlin was saying is like worrying or comparing and stuff and thinking about things that might happen in the future. That's going to steal your joy and it's not going to be really beneficial for you right now. I think the purpose of... God giving us these seasons of growth and sometimes just like stillness is so that we can see that there is a purpose in this season. And even if we can't see it, maybe God's using it to benefit somebody else, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. And something else that I think with our time, whether we're doing something we enjoy or something we don't like or don't want to be doing, no matter what you're doing, make that time useful. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you may not be wanting to be doing homework, but, like, if you're going to be doing it anyways, like, get something out of that. <laughs> like, actually be paying attention, and then that way you can do good on your test and you don't have to stress and worry about the future or you don't have to fail the class and retake it and, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. waste time on that as opposed to doing something else that God wants you to be doing and... That's where I think, you know, um, this Bible verse, John 10, 10, I think really is just super helpful where it says, a thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it in abundance. Mm. And anxiety and worry is not from the Lord. It is literally from Satan. And so if he's coming and he's stealing your focus and he's stealing your joy and your patience and he's just focusing it on other things as opposed to the present, it's stealing your joy in your in your life because you're not enjoying and you're not being able to take that time and make it useful. Mm-hmm. I think another thing Satan tries to do is um, he tries to take that time away from the Lord. So I know when I am trying to be so committed to my relationship with God, I'm reading my Bible, I'm going to church, I'm really really trying to get something out of like the message and not just go to church to go to church you know it's easy to do it's easy to go to church just sing some songs and then go home and then think about everything else that's what um our pastor was talking about today is um you know worship is a time to be fully committed to the lord and not let things distract you um but i think the devil tries to create distractions for us i know for me um, lately, it's just been thinking, like, worrying, and it's been thinking about what I should be doing with my future. And I've been, like, talking to a lot of people, and a couple of my friends have just been so encouraging through this and saying, you know, it's okay if you don't know what you're doing in college right now because maybe maybe God's preparing you for a bigger opportunity. And it takes a lot of faith and trust to think about that and to, um, like, fully commit that part of my life to God but also, how much more beneficial is it going to be yeah, if I do that? It's like you don't realize it until you're in it. But, like, it's so worth it when you truly commit that time and you just commit to God. Like, yeah, it can be so scary. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately because my anxiety has been, like, off the charts, like, for no reason. And I'm like, yeah, it's scary to think that, like, my future may not turn out how I want it to be or, like, how I think it's going to go. But like, if I just sit here and trust God, like I'm going to be peaceful and I'm going to be content and I'm going to be happy. And I know that it's hard to trust him, but it's so worth it in the end. Like 
You have to think about it. Like, would I rather be sitting here in constant anxiety, worrying, not actually enjoying my life and where I am right now? Or would I rather be trusting the Lord no matter what happens and no matter what comes? Mm, exactly. And it's hard, though. Like, I'll be totally honest. It's hard to trust the Lord sometimes because you kind of, you have like your fist closed holding onto something so tight and saying it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Yeah, no, it reminds me of this picture that I've seen multiple times where it's like this little girl holding a teddy Mm -hmm, bear and like Jesus is like, here, let me take that. And behind his back is an even bigger and better teddy bear, which is like so who Jesus is. It's like, I saw this TikTok the other day (laughs) of where this girl was talking about how her boyfriend and dad were in a clip together for their church. And the clip was talking to about how he was talking to Jesus about all of these things he's struggling with. And Jesus is like, oh, let me take that. He's like, no, it's mine. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't want, no, no, no. And Jesus is like, I literally died on the cross, so you don't have to have that. He's like, no, this is mine. Do not take this from me. And and it's like, why, why do we want to hold on to those things? Like, and I think that comes along with like, we, we don't know the actual like outcome. Like you can imagine like, if I end up with this person, my life is going to look like that. But, like, in all reality, like, we don't know that that's how it's going to go. Yeah. And, like, how they're going to react in certain situations. And, like, I've really struggled with, like, creating little scenarios in my head. And I'm, like, imagining this person as a completely different person than who they really are. Mm-hmm. And that can really cloud your judgment. Right, and like, yes. And I've realized that so much. And I'm, like wait a minute, these people aren't actually how I think they are. Mm -hmm. So I shouldn't be worrying about that. I shouldn't be wanting a future with that person. I shouldn't want to be friends with that person, you know, type of deal. But this has nothing to do with the topic we're talking about, kind (laughs) of. But it's okay. Hence the, the, you know. The little tangent. Yeah. No, I think that's a good thing is how much time are you putting into your friendships and what – what kind of outcome are you getting from those? I know the friendships that I have have been really beneficial for me, but I know in the past I've had friendships where they I was pouring so much of myself into what our friendship was and um, like what I needed it to be or what I thought it should be to be like healthy. And it turned out that, you know, you're pouring so much of yourself into somebody and doing everything you can to help them and support them and encourage them. And then you get nothing back. And that's sometimes hard, you know, because like as Christians, you have brothers and sisters in Christ and you feel like there should be, you should be like equally yoked, even in like friendships. I feel like you should be equally yoked in what you um, are doing to support each other. But when you're spending so much time into that, it can be really draining. Yeah, no, and it's like you're you. It makes you feel like no matter what you do, nothing's gonna ever like change. Mm-hmm. Like you're giving so much of yourself, and you're trying to make this person happy, make their lives better, where they aren't doing the exact same for you. Which, and I just had this realization. But it's like what Jesus is with us when we're not, mm. you know, focusing on Him. He's giving His all to us, and we're just like, okay. Like, what do you want, <laughs> what me, to do you want me to do about it? Yeah, like, thanks. Mm-hmm. Which is so, like, heartbreaking to think about. Mm. Yeah. I think um, one of the things I wrote down is, could this be a time in your life when you need to change? And I think change is uncomfortable, but also it can be incredible. Um, like, changing, you know... Sometimes for girls, I feel like it's changing your hairstyle. You become a whole new person. You get your hair cut, and you're like, wow, new me, new life, new year. Yeah, we use we use things that have happened in our life to as an excuse to change ourselves, <laughs> which is like, I mean, I'm guilty of doing that. <laughs> but it's it's all about 
where are you going to go from from there? Mm-hmm. Now that that season is over and you're not doing this or you're not working at this job, you're not in high school anymore, you're not with yeah. this person, you're not friends with that person anymore. How are you changing that and are you not letting your time be used anymore? Because mm-hmm. you can go from a season of being super involved with God and being super useful with your time but after that season's over, what, what what are you doing with your time then? Now that things have changed, yeah. how are how are you adapting to that change? Really, because I realized that after my breakup, I was like super like trying to be involved with God because I made me feel better, and I was like trying to almost save the relationship. I was like, you know what? If maybe if I spend all this time with God, it'll save the relationship, mm. which obviously that was not the case. Yeah. <laughs> but and then afterwards, I kind of just like strayed from God and I was like almost resenting him and mad at him. Mm. And like you have to figure out how to be able to be okay with the fact that that season and that time for that person to be in your life, that friend to be your best friend mm-hmm. or you to be at that job, you to be at that school or you to be at that church, you know, you have to be able to adapt from moving from that section of your life to another and not resenting God or like feeling worse about yourself Mm. and still allow time to be changed and adapting it and dividing that time up equally with things that are important and making sure you're still giving time for God no matter what happened. Mm-hmm. I keep realizing how much time we have spent on saying time or how many times we've said time. <laughs> but, you know, it's 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 an episode about time and what we're doing with it. But what you said um, like a little while ago about that, when, when there's seasons of change, how are you, um, like, what are you doing? And kind of that's where I am right now, I'll be honest. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I'm so confused, and I'm honestly conflicted because I feel like I I feel like I'm trying really hard to, like, devote my life to Christ and just keep growing in that daily as we're called to as Christians. But also, like, I'm still a human, and there's still societal expectations that are, like, really hard. There's actually a quote that my pastor said a couple weeks ago um, on a Sunday service, and he said this, Um, The pressure society has placed on our lives has made us feel like we're running out of time or that we are behind and not where we're supposed to be. But we have forgotten that society doesn't control control our life. It's God that has all authority over us. And that really hit my heart so hard. And it was like, I'm pretty sure it was two weeks ago. And that's where like so much of this passion to talk about this episode and talk about how there's a time for everything like came to be because I just felt like the Holy Spirit, he was like, write this down, write this down. Cause I was like, man, that's like such a good word because what, what has society said about us? They, we've had so many societal expectations set for young adults and Christians and just people in general, you know, if you're on the earth, there's expectations for you to do something. And so how are we, dividing the expectations of what society kind of like this toxic um like professionalism kind of looks like and what it means to be successful versus what God says about you and like it's so hard to see what God says about you when you're only focusing on what other people say yeah I think with our with life it's so about how you view things and where your focus is Mm -hmm. like if you're focusing on all the negative and you are like, okay, life is never going to get better. Like, it's going to be like this forever. Like, yeah. that's how you're going to live. It's never going to get better if you have this view of, like, 
it's just going to be like this forever. You know, God's never going to change and I'm going to be stuck like this until I die. Mm -hmm. It's all about how you view it, how you view the season you're in and what you do with that. Yeah. That's what my dad literally before I came here, I was like, I was kind of in a bad mood. I was a little upset about some things. He's like, well, you can choose to be happy. I'm like, well, don't tell me that because first of all, it makes me feel annoyed because like, yeah, I can choose to be happy. But one of the notes I had written down was your moments are as meaningful as you make it. So like what Caitlin was saying, what is your attitude going to be about this? Are you going to be upset or am I going to be upset? I'll talk about myself that I still don't know what I'm doing in college. Or am I going to let the Lord use that and say, here's an opportunity for you, Linnea, that you probably can't see because you're so close-minded and thinking about me, me, me. Sometimes we have to say, okay, God, this is about you and kind of point our like hands not to ourselves and think, I have to fix this. I have to get through college. I have to do this. And I have to spend so much time investing in this to get something that might not even be beneficial for us you know yeah exactly and it's like you see it and you're like I don't know how to say this but you think you're gonna get this end result Mm. but you don't know that that's gonna happen for for sure and not only that but like with not knowing where you're going in the future or who you're gonna marry who you're gonna you know who's gonna be your bridesmaids in your <laughs> wedding someday, or what job, your career you're gonna have in the future. Just because you don't know that doesn't make life sucky, and you don't have to be focusing on that. Mm-hmm. You can shift your focus to something else, something that you feel like God needs you to focus on almost. Mm-hmm. And just because you don't know doesn't mean you're never gonna figure it out, and doesn't mean God's never gonna figure that out with you mm-hmm. and lead you. It's all about what God wants, and we can't control it. We can't change the season we're in. We're just in it. Yeah. And we have to be okay with that and allow it to be useful. Right. So if we don't know where we're going to go in the future, but we know what we're going to do tomorrow, then then use that and be like, okay, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and that's as far as I go. I was reading this book the other day, and she was talking about how she would make a plan for the entire year. Well, she did this, and she found out she was pregnant and then later had a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And so she had to replan her entire year again. And she learned from that to just plan only a couple weeks in advance because it's not a bad thing to plan ahead, but you don't want to have your entire future planned out and then things change and you're just set off by that. And you get sad and you get depressed and then you're like, oh my gosh, God's not that good. And you're like, is, is, <laughs> He didn't give me this relationship that I wanted or he didn't let this thing happen. Sometimes I think we can be kind of selfish and say, this is what I'm doing, God, so I hope it works in your plan. Instead of being like, oh, what, what's your plan for my life, not my plan that you have to abide by? Because I think we can be kind of selfish and... You know, we want to have things go our way, and when they don't, it's like, oh my goodness, what on earth am I supposed to do? This is a roadblock in my plan. This is this is scary. This is new. Oh my goodness, like, what is the plan? And then we forget to go to God, and we're like, okay, Caitlin, what should I do with my life? Or I can say, you know, talk to my friends and say, well, this is what I'm doing, and this is what I'm called to, and I feel this is how work is going. And sometimes, like, there will be that one friend that's going to say, well, have you talked to God about it? And you kind of feel guilty because you're like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) sure. Kind of, maybe. Mm -hmm. And one of the other things I wrote down was, um, when are you going to give God time to speak? And I think I can be talking so much 
Like, I love to talk. I'll say it. That's why I think the podcast is so fun because I can just have, like, <laughs> a conversation with Caitlin and people just get to listen to us talk. But how much time am I talking and saying, God, I don't know what I'm doing. God, I'm frustrated about this. God, what do I do about this person or this and that? But he, maybe he's trying to talk to me and I'm just not listening. You just keep – it's like you're having a conversation with someone and you're just talking, 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 and you're you're asking them questions and, like, <laughs> what you should do, and you're not giving them time to tell you what to do and giving you advice. Mm-hmm. And then we sit there and we complain and we're like, well, why, well, why are you why, saying that? Yeah, why isn't God giving me an answer for this? And the thing is sometimes he might give you an answer right away too, like – just because he's not giving you an answer right away doesn't mean keep talking, you right. know, keep complaining about it. Keep saying, I want this and I want that. But you have to give God time, like you said, to tell you and show you and open your eyes to these things. Because mm-hmm. we're in such a fast-paced yes. society. Oh. And I saw this quote somewhere, and I don't even know where I saw it. It might have even been in a book I read. But somebody said, we are in a microwave society. <laughs> yeah. Which is like basically saying we want it like that. We want it super quick. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't want to wait. We yeah. need it now. I mean, we have Amazon Prime one day shipping. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. we're so impatient. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely something that is super bad in our society, I think. And it's causing us to rush our time as well. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. You Can have I- to, you don't want to rush the time that you have. But you don't want to, like, sit around and wait and waste it. Mm -hmm. It's all about finding that perfect tempo. And it's not going to happen right away. Oh, definitely. I think it's very hard for us as, like, humans to slow down. I know, like, my life is so fast-paced. Like, if I don't have anything scheduled right now, at least in the season of life that I'm in right now, if something's not on my calendar, I will forget about it. And it's just, like... Gone. I'm like, well, shoot. I was supposed to get coffee with my friend Faith the other day, and she texted me at like nine o'clock in the morning. And I just woken up. She's like, "Hey, I'm at like the coffee shop," and I was like, "Oh no, I totally forgot to like write that down." Because I was just like, my time has just been so clustered together that I was like, I gotta work. I gotta go to school. I gotta go to the gym. I got to. Oh, I have to go to youth group because I'm a leader, and I have to go to church. And then, oh my goodness, just like I feel so jumbled. But it's like I'm so fast paced that I wasn't giving myself a second to breathe and be like, okay. And taking that in too, you know. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about it, but we're so like, I got to do this, 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 and this, and this. So when we're doing one thing, when we're at school, we're not taking in that knowledge. We're right. with our friends. We're not taking in that time we're spending with them and those memories. And so it's like. You get a, a two weeks ahead, and you're like, what did I do three weeks ago? <laughs> right. And you're like, I did this, but I don't remember much from it because you're so, like, clumping everything together, and you're not, like you said, giving yourself time to breathe and take it in and re- reconcile, like, should I be doing this? Mm-hmm. Should I be doing something else? Like, is this a good way to be using my time, and is this what God would want? Mm. Uh, like, re- what? Oh, my goodness. Words. <laughs> what you said right there. Is this what God wants? Um, I have something written down. I said, is it time to look to God and ask him what we should be doing with our time and with our lives? And so with different seasons that we experience, um, like I kind of want to read this, the verses from Ecclesiastes. Um, in, Ecclesi- in Ecclesiastes 3, <laughs> um, it starts by saying, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, 
a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. I'm going to say time a million times. <laughs> um, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. That first stood out to me, and I think it's kind of, I don't know, like, what exactly it meant to me, but I just, I loved how it talked about that, like, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather them. I think sometimes maybe that could, like, mean, like, a time to, you know, this is what I want to do, how many things I'm going to set, and maybe sometimes you have to reconcile that and say, okay, well, this, I have to take back some of these stones I'm putting out here. Like, I can't just do everything all at once. Um, It continues to say, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away. That's a big thing in my life right Mm -hmm. now. What am I keeping for myself and what am I I getting rid of? Like, even in friendships, even with um, certain commitments, how many things am I keeping and what do I need to get rid of? Yeah, and not only that, but is it it beneficial? Like, is it worth keeping? I, there is this one church that I love to listen to, and I'm so bad at remembering (laughs) names, but I know the pastor's name is Michael Todd, Mm -hmm. and it was talking about anxiety and, like, in our thoughts and everything and about how we keep certain things, and by doing so, we're not allowing all these other things to come in, Mm -hmm. but we're keeping the bad things. We're keeping that resentment and stuff and anger and depression and sadness and stuff, and so we're not allowing in the God thing. We're keeping stuff that is ours and that we think is like worth keeping and like we have to, we can't let that go. Right. And we have to allow the God thing to come into our life. So maybe we we think that we need to be staying at this job and working there because, oh, maybe it'll get better. Mm-hmm. But God's like, well, no, I think you need to get rid of this mm-hmm. so that I can bring this other job that's going to be so much better. And I know you don't see it, but you just have to trust me. And that's all about faith. And that's all about with the whole relationship with God is. It's having faith because mm-hmm. you can't see him. You can't necessarily <laughs> hear him. Like yeah. you don't necessarily hear the voice of God. And it's all about trusting and being like, okay, I don't know exactly what the outcome of this is going to be, but I'm going to trust that no matter what it is, it's in my best interest because it's from God. Right, and I think there's so many things, like what I said earlier, is like you're holding on to something so tight and saying, this is mine. God, I'm not going to give it to you because I don't think you can fix it. How selfish of us. Yeah. Like, we're so prideful thinking that, well, I can fix it, and it's, like, something I can work on. It's something that, like, I can choose to work on myself, and I can keep for myself, and that it's, it's my thing. And I think it's easy for me to just say, okay, I'll trust God for all these other things, but say I'm going to keep this and I'm going to throw away the stuff that he might want me to do. So it's like I'm keeping stuff, but I'm also casting away maybe the most obvious, like, easy thing, easy fix that God's like, hey, sis, look, right here. This is right here. Like, do you see the door? It's right in front of your face. And I'm, like, closing my eyes because I, I, I'm selfish and I want to fix everything myself. Well, and that's, like, factoring into the whole microwave society. Yes. We're yeah. like... I want to throw away this because it's easy to throw away, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to throw away that because that's super hard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like we think just because it's hard to get rid of that it's from God. Because mm-hmm. I know I've been there before where I'm like, well, I I feel as if this is something I need to keep and because I don't want to. I'm so used to that that 
thing in my life that I can't get rid of it. And I'm like, okay, maybe this is God telling me I shouldn't get rid of it because it's so hard. And that may be the case every once in a while, but most of the time, the thing that is so difficult to get rid of is typically the thing that is not from God. And it's got a stronghold on your life. And it's just controlling you, and it's not allowing God to come into your life and work and do things that he, he wants to do and He needs to do and causing your life to be so much more joyful. Right, and that ties right back into the distractions like what I talked about that Satan tries to put in our life. You know, he's going to give you something that, like, could be a really easy distraction saying, well, here's something you're really good at that, like, Maybe you don't want to give to God and that it's going to consume a lot of your time. And so if God's asking you to maybe take a step back from that or sometimes I think we get distracted by good things too. Um, You know, like life can be going really well and you can be, you know, being able to see your friends a lot. But sometimes being with your friends all the time is a distraction because you're only focusing on your own problems. Like, you're having girl talk or guys, whatever the heck you talk about. (laughs) Like, you're having your own time (laughs) to just, like, catch up. But how much time are we putting into that, too? Like, what are are the conversations that we're having? Is it honoring to the Lord? Is it honoring to each other? Is it encouraging and uplifting, you know, for the seasons of life that you're in? I know, like, I was able to visit a couple of my friends, um... And just the conversations that we had were just so beneficial for me. And, like, there was times where I was crying, and I was like, this is what I'm dealing with, and I I don't know what to do. And my girls just came, like, around me, and they just had so many good words of encouragement. And I think, like, that that was a time for God to reveal some things that I needed to work through. And then now, thinking back on that, I see, like, the purpose in that and what, like, the outcome was, even though in the moment I was like, so upset and I couldn't figure out what was happening yeah there's always every single season and all the time that we use there's always going to be something coming from that and it's all about how you use that time and you use that season whether or not you're going to grow right because you could be just sitting in that season and just wasting it where God wants you to be doing this and doing that and really learning from it and taking that in and then in the next season of your life using it mm-hmm. and it's kind of like you talking about how you were talking to your friends well so it's talking about that bible verse ecclesiastes uh three one through eleven and talking about how there's a time to talk about your problems mm-hmm. and figure out what <laughs> literally verse seven a time to keep silent and a time to speak i was just gonna hit on that next there's a time well not only that like there's a time for you to talk and to let other people talk but mm-hmm. i also think there's a time to talk about it and be thinking about it, and then a time to you to go into action right. and use the knowledge that you've received and use that to grow and move on from that season and get into the next one. Right, because you don't want to be you don't want to be only focusing and having that consuming all your thoughts. I know, like as a girl, I feel like we struggle with focusing on one thing and one thing only sometimes, and it's like the only thing <laughs> that like consumes our thoughts. And so I know, like, the last month, I've just been like, wow, I can't stop thinking about this one thing. And (laughs) my friends have been like, well, here, Linnea, maybe you should listen to what God's saying. And I'm like, oh, well, you're right. But also, this is, like, my thing, and I kind of enjoy thinking about it. But it was causing me, like, stress. And it was causing me to be like, 
well, I don't know how to feel. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to, you know, what do I say? Just like all these things that I was just talking and talking and talking about, but it wasn't beneficial for me after a while. And so now I'm like realizing that what you just said is like, there's a time to speak and a time to like keep silent, but also it doesn't mean like, oh, you should shut up and stop talking. Yeah. It's not saying don't talk about your problems because like, Talking about it is so powerful, but you don't want it to be the only thing you talk about. Yeah. You, want, you don't want to just, for the rest of your life, be talking about this one thing that happened to you, and that's it, and you're not moving on from it. Mm-hmm. You have to, there's a time to talk about it, and there's a time to grow from it and learn from it and use the knowledge that you've learned from talking about it and put it into action. And start doing something else with your life as opposed to just talking about your problems all the time. Right. Which can be so hard because we shift our focus onto the negative and talking about it and making, and letting somebody feel feel bad for us can feel so, like, I don't know what the word is, but it, it just is something that we just want Sometimes as it's, humans. like, comforting to know that, like, people care about you. Yeah. And sometimes you can be doing that for the wrong motive. So sometimes you're like, my life is miserable. I'm so sad about this. I don't know how to feel. It's it's attention seeking. Yeah. So you want that person's attention. Rather than their support and encouragement. Because if they say something that's encouraging, you're like, well, I don't want to hear that. Well, then why are you, like, what's the point of you even crying about it to them if you're just doing it for attention? Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but if you're just, you just keep talking to them and they just keep giving you that information and you don't use it. Like, kind of like what you just said. Kind of like going to God and saying, God, I'm stressed about this. What should I do? And he said, here, read this scripture. There's a time for this and a time for that. But I don't want to do that. Like, and then you keep complaining to him yeah. about it. And then, you know, as a friend, <laughs> and I know my friends are the exact same way, but, like, you just get annoyed. You're like, okay, you keep telling me about this, and I keep telling you what to do, and you're not doing it. So why, why do you keep complaining like, to me about it? What's the solution? What What's your end goal with that? And, you know. That is a point that I have. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was reading this blog by Jody. Pants, I believe that's how you pants. I don't know how to say your name. <laughs> I'm not pants. good with names. <laughs> and um, from Calvary Church, I believe, and it was so good. And it was talking about what is your end game, not only like like what what do you, what is your end game with your time? Like what are you trying to get out of that? And what are you trying to get out of that season? And it's like she said, is it a car? Is it a husband? Is it a job? Like. What are you doing with your time and what are you trying to get to? And not only that, but what happens when you get to that? Mm. Like, we think that once we get this thing, we're going to be content for the rest of our life. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And we get that and we're like, okay. um, And then you move on to the next thing. That's a huge thing is, like... For, I feel like young adults specifically, it's like, okay, once I get this relationship, it's going to fix it. No, it's not. What mm. is gonna, what's what's going to be fixed? You have another person to think about? Like, yeah, relationships are beautiful, and God created us to be in relationships. But it's not our purpose for right. being here. It's not our purpose, and it's not the only thing that God called us to. And, like, you can't focus on once I reach this. I, I swear I was talking about this to my friend the other day. But once, like, you you reach this, you're not... 
you're not going to be successful just because of that. Because if you think about life, it's just a whole season of growing. So you start off a cute little baby. You're growing. You're learning how to talk. You're learning how to walk. Okay, now you're you're growing up and doing that. And you're going to school and you're learning more things. And you're more active. And so you're just able to learn. And once you go through high school, you're learning a lot about yourself and friendships and the importance of your relationship with Christ. And it's bigger than just, oh, I'm just living. You know, life is more important than just day-to-day, I went through my day, I woke up, I did school, or I went to work, and I came home and I went to sleep. Like, is it is is your day starting with God, and is your day starting in a time of, like, obedience to Him, or is it starting right away with distractions? I know for me, like, I'll wake up, and the first thing I do, what do we do? We check our phones. Yeah. And it's like, why do we do that? Why do we let that become such a distraction? And it turns into such, like, a rabbit hole where, like, okay, well, I'm going to be on here for, like, five minutes, and then I'll go read my Bible. And, like, a half an hour later, like, oh, yeah, and, like, five more minutes, and then I'll go read my Bible. And then we're like, oh, crap, I got to go to school. I got to go to work. I don't have time for this. And then we're like, oh, we're just giving excuses as to why we're not doing this and we're not spending time with God Mm -hmm. where we actually have the time. We just chose to use it differently. And another thing that I got from that article was saying that our end game shouldn't be a husband, a car, uh, a house, a job. It's supposed to be Jesus because that when our end game is Jesus, it never ends. Where all these other end games, you get that and it's done and you're over it. And then you're kind of lost like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it causes us to just lose ourselves and we're trying to figure out something else to have a goal next. Well, if our end goal is Jesus and a life with him in heaven and living our lives for him, it's never going to end. And we're going to find purpose and joy and happiness in that as opposed to you get this one thing and then you're on a short little high and then you're kind of just sad again and you're like. Mm, Right. I think another big thing is for me is purpose. And so In this time of life that I'm in, my purpose isn't changing and I'm not less successful or more successful than what I could be in a month or what I could be in a year or what I could be in, you know, tomorrow. God could totally just change my life and be like, here, this is exactly what you need to do. And I could just understand. But I think he lets, he's letting me grow right now. And he's letting me say, you know, okay, this is a time for full surrender. Surrendering is hard, but also my purpose in life isn't to become something with an end goal. It's not to become, you know, a mom. It's not to become, you know, I whatever successful businesswoman. It's, it's yeah. w- your purpose is to be following what God is calling you. And sometimes you won't be able to figure that out until years down the road. I was talking, um, to this nice older guy the other day, and he was saying that, you know, in ministry, God has called him to so many different things, but he didn't know what he wanted to do until 30 years later. So in his 20s, when he was, like, interested in, like, camp ministry and, like, going into seminary school and all this stuff, God didn't show him what he wanted to do for 30 years. So he was like, you know, 50, and he had his kids and his daughters and his family, and God finally was able to specifically kind of tell him, this is what I want for your life, and this is what you're doing. But through all of that, what stood out to me in his testimony through that was he was so faithful, and he said, okay, God, how can I take this next step for you? I think, and it's also about 
all it's all about what we're doing in those in between seasons type right. of deal. Like, are we allowing it to be useful? And not only that, but when God gets us to a certain point to when we're supposed to be a wife or when we're supposed to be a mom. And sometimes that's that's not going to actually end up like God doesn't promise us that you're going to be married. You're going to get right. a husband. And you're going to get this nice car. You're going to get a nice house. But when we do get to those seasons and when God wants us to, th- he's using all those other times to build us and grow us to be prepared for this season. Right. Like you could be, you might be single right now. And there's a specific reason for that because you are not the person God wants you to be when you meet your your husband that God has for you mm-hmm. or you're not a mom yet because you haven't grown to the point of where God wants you to be or you haven't gotten this promotion yet Yeah, because you're not at the point in your life where God feels like you're ready for that. Exactly and I think another big thing is um, this is one of the notes that I wrote down um, it says we must set aside time to assess our thoughts, actions, and emotions and I think another thing that we do um as like young adults and thinking about our time is, oh, well, it feels right, so this is what I'm going to do. Or because this was an action, like reaction to the action that I did, and oh, well, I kind of liked how that worked out, and so what like what does that mean? Is that is that emotion and thought coming from God? Because sometimes we can get so caught up in our emotions and let that be like so consuming instead of logically thinking about things. And sometimes it's hard to think about, like how much time we're going to be putting like into that and this emotion and what what that emotion or feeling or thought is saying about that like situation in your life yeah I think that's really good and we are getting close to our time limit so I think we're going to start to wrap this up a little bit and kind of get to the main points of this episode Right. I think the biggest thing to take away from, like, this verse, I didn't finish reading it, but that's okay, Um, but it's just thinking about our time and how important it is, and obviously we hit on a lot of things. I hope it, like, connected with you or you felt like, oh, it's nice hearing that somebody else is going through this, but it's important to think about you know, don't feel guilty for the season of life and time that you're spending in right now because maybe God could be using that for something bigger. And it's not just, um, I have to get through this to get to that end goal or I have to, I have to finish college, I have to get this degree, or maybe I want to continue something more educationally or become a businesswoman or a businessman or like so many big dreams and goals. Like, yes, set those, but don't set yourself a time limit and say, if I can't accomplish this in five years, then I'm just going to give up because what is giving up going to do for you like yeah especially if you've spent like your whole entire life doing and sometimes God's going to you're going to spend your entire life doing something (laughs) and you're going to realize wow this is not what God has (laughs) right and don't let God changing that like wear you down and be like okay well now I don't want to do what God wants to do for me because I just spent 30 years doing this but God wants me to do this instead like that's stupid like I don't want to do that like (laughs) I I don't know I can have those those times too but it's all about 
how you are using your time and making sure that you're not letting it go to waste, making sure Mm -hmm. it's useful no matter what, whether you're sitting in line at a coffee shop, what what are you doing right then and there? Like, (laughs) could you be doing something productive? Could you be talking to somebody about Jesus? You never know. (laughs) Could you be writing your paper that's due the next day and getting a head start on your phone? Maybe. (laughs) But making sure that you're just using that time and not, resenting God for where you are because right. he has a purpose in every single season of your life. Mm-hmm. He never lets a season go to waste. There's always a purpose in it. He doesn't do anything by accident. You right. know, it's the same thing with like people. He didn't he didn't create you on accident. Yeah. You know, there's a purpose for your life and a purpose for who you are. Mm-hmm. So don't let lonely seasons, don't let singleness, don't let not feeling like you're measured up because that's just not what God wants Mm -hmm. because no matter where you are in life, he's trying to do something for you to get to a certain point. And don't let one specific thing be your end goal and then be like, oh, I made it. Right. And then you got 30 more years of living and you're like, great, what am I going (laughs) to do with my life? I think the one one last thing I just want to say is that God made everything beautiful in His timing. And I think that's such an important thing to remember because, yes, we have a beautiful life, but our life is such a quick glimpse of just, like, a burst out of, like, all the days and hours and years that God has created. It's just a second. And so think about it is beautiful to be here on Earth, even if it the world is not what we wish it was or if it, you know, it's scary. But think about how God made this time for you in this specific season for you to grow and for you to rely on him. And so I think that's a great reminder. And also like he created a time for you to read his scriptures and read the word so that you can just be getting that like reassurance from him. So like, remember like, yes, we said like things like don't do this or don't do that, but also remember that you can rely fully on God to satisfy your needs and Yeah, I think that's just a beautiful thing to remember is that God made everything beautiful in His timing, and even if it doesn't match your standards right now, maybe God's using that for a purpose to fulfill something beautiful in your life. (laughs) Did your stomach just growl? Sorry. (laughs) I apologize for my stomach. (laughs) No, but yeah, I definitely agree with that. Make sure you're not allowing something that you wanted take away from what God wants, Mm -hmm. because... No matter how much you believe it, just because you want it does not mean it's going to be the best thing for you. Right. And look look on your life as well. Like, be like, this season, I thought I wanted this, and God didn't give me that, and I ended up getting something so much better. Remember that. Remember those times when you were in a similar, similar situation, <laughs> and God came through, and you ended up being somewhere completely different than you thought you were, but you were in such a better place because you let God have control over that and mm-hmm. not you controlling what you wanted. Right, right. I think that's so good. And I think it's just it's just exciting to think about. We do have time to look forward to the new things that we have in life. But, yeah, just focusing on what God is going to do and what he can do and not what he hasn't done um, but yeah, we, we're going to wrap up with, um, sharing our Instagram page. If you guys don't follow yep. that yet, our Instagram page is off and then a T <laughs> and then Opic podcast. 
don't question it. We, <laughs> I tried making it just off dot topic, but, you know, that was for some reason already taken. So off t dot topic podcast. And if you guys want to, you guys can do that or subscribe to our channel as well on Spotify if you would like and follow us along so you can listen to any new episode that we release. This episode should be coming out on Thursday, I believe. So we hope you guys enjoyed this and were able to take something away from it. All right. We did it. Episode two. We're so excited and we can't wait to hear your feedback. Please let us know what you thought. Just give us any words of encouragement or anything that you'd liked about this podcast or if it stood out to you or if anything you if you related to anything. Yeah, definitely but, feel free to message us too if you you know, if you feel like you have some input or or how this episode made you feel. If you have any other suggestions for episodes in the future you want us to talk about as well. And we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and we hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. All right. Bye, bye. guys.